Welcome to the MILF Bod Podcast. Mindful, intuitive, lifestyle, fitness. An all-encompassing wellness resource for women featuring some of the most successful, influential mothers and experts out there. I'm your host, Cherokee Luker, mother, model, fitness trainer, and wellness enthusiast. Join me as we dive into all things MILF. Happy MILF Monday, fam. This episode has been a long time coming because ever since I came up with the concept of this show, Shannon was one of the first people I had on my list that I wanted to interview. And now here we are sitting down over a glass of champagne on a Friday talking all things fitness, wellness, and mindset. And it's kind of a pinch me moment because I've been such a huge fan of Shannon for a while now. So who is Shannon Nodge? Shannon is the founder of Hot Pilates, a studio here in LA, and the first of its kind to combine heat and matte Pilates. Along with being a pioneer in the fitness industry, Shannon is also a mother to her adorable son, Kai. This episode is very heavily wellness-based, rightfully so, considering Shannon is an absolute guru in the space and has one of the most iconic bodies of all time. We touch on so many valuable topics today, such as the power of your words, everything in moderation, how Shannon's mentality shifted after pregnancy, tips for running a successful business, staying committed to your vision, fitness, mindset, wellness, and diet. And for all you mamas out there who are currently pregnant, make sure you go check out Shannon's prenatal program that she filmed in real time. It's such a great resource to have to make you feel your best physically and mentally during pregnancy. So without further ado, let's please welcome Shannon Nodge to the MILF Bod Podcast. So I don't know about you guys, but I've been on a journey with my skin over the years. And I'm finally at a place as I quickly approach 30 where I actually feel like my skin is looking the best it ever has. My goal is to always look dewy, hydrated, and glowing, and this is where the golden secrets comes in. I recently had the founder of this incredible skincare brand on the podcast, Jessie Golden, because I've always admired her since I first discovered her in 2021. As soon as I started following her, I immediately purchased the firming wand, and since then, My Golden Secrets collection has grown to the face oil, the face mist, the instant glow face mask, the dry brush paired with the body oil, the long lash growth serum, and the organic coconut lip balm. If I had to narrow it down, I'd have to say my three favorite products are the face oil, the face mist, and the long lash growth serum. The Golden Secrets is a cruelty-free and sustainable skincare brand rooted in nature to help make you feel like a golden goddess. The goal of the brand is to inspire rituals of self-love and unveil an everlasting glow. And let me tell you, the products do just that. I can't recommend these products enough, and if you need proof of just how amazing this brand is, I highly recommend following Jessie as she is a walking advertisement for every single item. And if you guys haven't listened to her episode, I recommend dropping what you're doing and listening right now. She's such a wealth of knowledge, and it brings me so much joy to support brands that deliver actual results and are giving back. 
So if you too want to unleash that glowing goddess, head over to thegoldensecrets.com to get 10% off your order when you use the code MILFBOD. That's thegoldensecrets.com. Use code M-I-L-F-B-O-D for 10% off your order. Enjoy. So I'm sweating my ass off because just knocked over a champagne glass, guys. But here we are. Something in the air. (laughs) And Shannon is here on the show. Welcome, Shannon. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor. Of course. You are the (laughs) MILF of all MILFs. Oh, my God. Stop it. You are the MILF of all MILFs. Can you stand up and look at this body here? Says you. So this is our first time meeting in person, which is crazy because I feel like I've been following you for quite a while now. And I've been to a few hot Pilates classes. They're absolutely amazing. Gotta come to my class. Yes, I know. I've never gone with you as the instructor. But like during COVID, I would do a lot of your workouts and we'll get into all of that. But I would love for you to just tell me the summarized version of your story. And have you always been super into fitness or... Has it always been a passion? As a career, no, it wasn't a passion. My sister is a little older than me, two years apart, and she was super athletic into sports. I used to follow everything she would do. So growing up, we played sports like our whole life. What sports did you play? Oh, my God. Track was like my favorite. I'm a sprinter. Um, I can see that. Basketball, soccer. I'm a nerd. Badminton. (laughs) I love badminton. You do? Yeah, I love that. It's so fun. It's so like forgotten about and underrated. Yeah, and it's so peaceful. Yeah, it really is. And we used to figure skate like Mm. competitively. Yeah. Mm. So I was really into sports growing up. And honestly, I feel like it's a gift and a curse. Like it's how I think we both built like our muscle mass and just like the routine of movement and always being super, super active. Um, The curse I mean is that I've always been like, feeling super bulky, right? But it's Mm. like, people love that. And I'm like, I want to be lean and ballerina-ish. But that's, yeah, how I got discovered to Pilates. So this is probably going to age me. But I used to do the Mari (laughs) Windsor Pilates videos. I don't know what that is. Yeah, exactly. See? But that's not because I'm not the same age as you. It's just because I wasn't into Pilates until recently. Okay. Yeah, right now it's having like a a moment. For sure. So I don't even know what year it was. I was still living in Canada. So I'm Canadian. Okay. So... I discovered like her infomercial. This was like workout videos were just like on like VHS or DVDs. You know? Love it. Yeah, I loved the way like I felt doing politics. It would lengthen my body and like lengthen my muscles, and I wasn't bulking. You right. know, because playing sports and like just being an athlete when you're younger, like you have beautiful muscles. But I was like, I want to be feminine right. and look like a ballerina. I get that with a big butt for sure. <laughs> ballerina with, with a big, big butt. butt. <laughs> That's everyone's goal, yeah, right? Right. <laughs> that right actually now. is. Yeah. That's perfect. So when I moved to L.A. in 2004, I joined Equinox because mm-hmm. I was broke. But I was like, I'm so committed to my health and wellness. I'm like, I'm going to join the most fabulous gym. And Mari Windsor was teaching the Pilates oh, class there. Stop. She's like the queen of Pilates. So if you don't know who she is, like she literally is like the first like female Pilates guru that brought Pilates to like the mainstream. Like she trained like all the original like okay. celebrities like back in the day. Rest in peace, she passed away during COVID. Oh, she had AL- yeah, ALS. 
So she was definitely like my mentor that got me into Pilates. So yeah. I was like her Pilates monkey. I was in all her like fitness videos. I was like a video hoe. Oh was a, my God, you were her video hoe? I was her video hoe. That's amazing. But then I fell in love with the workout and the practice. And so I was interning at her studio. You know, I loved the workout, but I didn't love like the Pilates studios were kind of more like kind of a drier environment, more like PT, physical therapy. And that's amazing. Like that's actually like one of the best components of Pilates. But I was like, this is such an amazing like workout. It's so beneficial for all body types. But people weren't like, they didn't know what that was. Right. This is like in 2000, maybe like six or eight. Yeah. You were on the pulse of it. It was like grannies walking up the stairs. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to shoot myself. I have to like train another like injury or like someone who's like, you know, and it's beautiful to help others. That's the whole purpose. But like, I wanted something more upbeat, you know, that I could relate to. So that's how I got into Pilates. And then that's how I discovered the studio. Like I was like, I need to marry this into a modern setting in a modern, luxurious environment. So I mean, you did just that. Thank you. So what year was Hot Pilates founded? 2014. 2014? Oh, it's I didn't almost realize. our 10-year anniversary. <gasps> that is so yeah. exciting. I didn't realize that. We kind of really popped off like 2017, 2018. Yeah, yeah that's when I yeah. first is discovered that, yeah. it. We were busy during like those four years in between, but then something just like finally caught on, like the word of mouth. And yeah, you know, we had a few like high profile clients that would come in and they would For sure. support. So yeah, 2018 is when we kind of like really blew up. It just kind of like grew. And everyone thinks it's like an overnight thing, but like it doesn't happen overnight. I mean, for some people it does. Yeah, 2018 then 2020, we opened up our second location in Brentwood. Oh, and then we I closed it. Try that. No, and then we closed. Oh, okay. <laughs> because of COVID? COVID, yeah. yeah. So it was like one of my dream locations. Like I built like my dream studio, you know, yeah. and this was right before the pandemic hit. We opened January 24th. Soft opening. We closed March like 18th. I know. It's okay though. No, everything happens for a reason. It does. It was such an amazing learning experience. Yeah. And yeah, just I'm taking the positive out of it. Like we learned so much out of it. It was almost like a little homework project to like experience. And then now we're like ready to go back. Yeah. So in 2014 is when you got started. How did you hire people? Like what was the hiring process? Oh my God. It's funny you ask that because it's always still a challenge for for me yeah. because I'm very particular. Definitely. You know, I was trained under like a classical Pilates background. Like I studied in New York. It was called True Pilates. It's Joseph Pilates' protege's school. Oh, okay. So we're, we're going from like Joseph Pilates, the man himself. His like protege is Romana. It's her school. And her daughter is who I tested out and trained under. Was that intimidating or was it? Beyond. I bet. She's a legend. Yeah, I actually had to like move to New York for a little bit to finish because it was very difficult. And I I wasn't one that wanted to fast track my training. Mm-hmm. I wanted to really understand like what the purpose was and why we're doing certain movements. So finding instructors was so difficult. Like yeah. I had a few that I worked with at Mari Studio that mm-hmm. helped out that were amazing. And then as the studio kind of found its like vibe and flow... The classical method is kind of like very rigid and a lot of people don't really connect to it. Yeah. It's hard to find your body in it mm-hmm. if you're a beginner. So I started marrying like the classical Pilates with like 
kind of like a more hit workout. Yeah. To make you feel like you're familiar with some of the movements, but we're, sure. uh, we're applying the principles of Pilates to it. Yeah. So that opened up for more instructors because at first I just wanted classical Pilates instructors. Yeah. And that's hard to find. Especially nowadays, yeah. I feel like. And with like a personality. Yeah. You know, I wanted someone that like you could walk in and like, I'm going to look like her or like relate to. So I created like a hybrid of Pilates and like a hit workout. Mm-hmm. So that I created. It's not like I invented this, but I, you know, I mean, came you kinda, up. You kind of did. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, all me guys. <laughs> um, and then so that opened up the channel of hiring more instructors that yeah. weren't fully classical, but understood the method and can apply you know, the principles to like a fun workout. Yeah. Yeah. What's been the hardest thing about owning a business and running a business? I think finding instructors is definitely difficult. Mm-hmm. I think losing instructors was heartbreaking. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like some of them I really like adore and like I create like a community of like within our team. So like, yeah, we get really close and we're like a family, we're like a sisterhood, you know, and I'm always encouraging anyone around me to always grow either it's with me or on your own or with somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so I think when, you know, when some instructors have like left to like either start their own businesses, I'm so happy for them. Obviously, like the best feeling, it's bittersweet. What's like a a tip that you would give someone if they're starting a business? Like what's the number one takeaway you feel like? No sleep. (laughs) (laughs) No sleep. Yeah. (laughs) I bet. Just be curious. Yeah. And be open-minded and Stay curious. One of the tips that someone gave me that was amazing was just hang out with people that are doing it. Yes. Or like mentors or like ask questions, like be really open to like learning and staying true to your vision. I think that's one thing like I love. I had my vision and like, girl, like 2014, people were like Pilates, like what is Pilates? Yeah. I'm like, I'm telling you, I know it sounds weird and like. I know the heat is like intense, but like I'm telling you, it's going to be life changing. And it wasn't busy. Like I'm telling you, the first year I was like, oh, damn, I think I made a big mistake. <laughs> that's I you feel know? like that's very it common, took, though, yeah. when you first start a business. Yeah. So I think staying true and staying committed to your vision. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good advice. Thank you. Yeah. So what does your diet look like? Because I feel like <laughs> Your body is so incredibly insane. Like it's so lean and so toned that you probably have to really keep up on your diet. I'm assuming, it's right? Funny you ask that. Okay, so prior to being pregnant, mm-hmm. I was the girl at Erewhon every day. Yep. Cooking, gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free. Wow. But I would have like, you know, cocktails and wine here and right. there, you know. But like if I had like wine or dessert or something the next day or three days, I would be like on a green juice cleanse. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Had getting pregnant. I just listened to my body and I was like, yes. wait a minute. I can be fat right now. Or yeah. not fat. I can be big <laughs> yeah. and not be judging myself. Right. But I was eating pasta. I was craving everything my like son's father craved. It was weird. Like it was like really? a connecting thing. Yeah. I was like pastas and burgers. And it was the weirdest thing. I don't. I never, Maybe it's like his part of his genetics. It is. Like when in, well, you're growing inside of me, so right. I guess there's something. You know, That's so interesting. It was bizarre. So I started being less rigid. Yeah. And like less judgmental, and so I was enjoying food finally. Yeah. And not feeling guilty. Yeah. And so yeah, prior to that, I was super super strict with it, and then 
I swear, like I learned so much during the pregnancy. I was like, your body needs nourishment. And I think everything in moderation is acceptable depending on your allergies and whatever or not. Yeah. So since the baby, now I don't really hold back, but everything in moderation, like I know, I know what feels good and know what doesn't. Like, yes, food is medicine, but also like you want to also enjoy the food too, you know? So now I eat pretty much everything. But in moderation. In moderation. And I know like when to like clean it up if I need to. Right. Like, you know, I'm not going to order a plate of pasta, but like I'll have a bite of someone else's. Before, I wouldn't even do that. I would be like Giorgio Baldi or any like yummy Italian restaurant, Medeo's, whatever. And Would you just order salad? Yeah, like a salad like and, like, and a fish with, yeah. like, with like spinach or like broccoli. Like it's good. And actually, I naturally crave healthy food. I do. Yeah. But after that pasta, <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> it changed you. Yeah. Like I've been in that same boat where I was super restrictive and I feel like it would almost like take a huge toll on my mental health yeah. because you're so restrictive that it's like, I'd I feel know, guilty it, afterwards. Yeah, it makes yeah. you feel bad. And inside. I would feel insecure and like nothing probably changed when my mind, I was it's like, your, yeah. I would know that I ate like, you know, whatever it is that I felt guilty about. Mm-hmm. And I would internally kind of beat myself up and I promised myself after the baby, I'm like, I'm never going to go back to that rigid, strict, judgmental That's eater. amazing. Yeah. And also, one of my homeopathic doctors, Dr. Drew Francis, mm-hmm. when I was seeing him regularly, he can tell that I was so rigid. And he was like, yeah, he definitely is big on the alkaline diet and the elimination diet. But he was like, if you're going to eat something, enjoy it. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. I like that he said yes. that too. Because I think he knew I was so rigid. So yeah. He was like, you're stressing yourself out. And that's actually more unhealthy yeah. than the food you're putting in your mouth. I agree. I think if you like feel guilty and you're like stressed and you're creating cortisol in your body, if you eat the pasta, enjoy the pasta. Yeah. Enjoy the champagne. What do you think? Yes, or throw exactly. It on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> what do you think about the 80 20 rule? Like eating really clean 80% of the time and then like letting yourself kind of indulge. I don't have a rule. Yeah. I like that. I think intuitive. Yes. I think because then you're in your head a lot. Yeah. You're also calculating like, oh, I ate like a pizza last night. So I'm going to have blueberries all day tomorrow. Like if you're in a healthy place, I think you should work on eating like in moderation, like you said. Yes. If you're trying to get to a healthy place, then I think, yeah, maybe you should cut it up and eat more 80-20 or… That's a good way to put or it. Or 90-10 like or whatever it is. But yeah. if you are like unhealthy, you have any kind of like health issues or if you're like obese, then yeah, I wouldn't say go eat whatever you want. I would right. definitely take care of yourself a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know. I don't eat crap. Like I don't go and yeah, order like, like processed junk food. Exactly. No. Nothing processed. So like if I'm having pasta, if I make it, it gets, I'm making it myself. Not the yes. pasta. I'm not that great yet. I wish. I want to learn I how to I want to learn too. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not eating like, you know, like stuff from like boxed food or processed. Exactly. Like you said, I'm going to eat yeah. like something nutritionist, like with the carbs I'm going to eat, you know? Yeah. That's another question I wanted to ask too, is like, has your relationship with your body always been pretty healthy or have you struggled sometimes with your body image? Yeah, for sure. Like everyone always says I have like body dysmorphia because I would always think that I'm a little bit bigger than I really am. I'm training like models like you and like beautiful women. So I'm always like, I'm not comparing myself to them, but I'm looking at them all day and I'm like, whoa, like, yeah, so I think there was a chapter where I was probably maybe a little bit more conscious of, like, not being super satisfied with how I looked. We all go through that. Yeah, and also I'm always about improving, you know. Yeah, definitely. After the baby, for sure. 
But I, once again, I wasn't being hard on myself. You know, I, I allowed myself to enjoy these months of being like, yeah, bigger. You know, I didn't race. Like I know some women and some moms. Yeah, they race to like once a six week checkup is done, they're like going hard. Yeah, and I respect all. Yeah, paths. every journey is different. Every journey is different. You know, for me, um, after the baby, I definitely felt super, super thick, but I was owning it. Yeah. Yeah. But then there was a point where I'm like, all right, it's time to like get it together. (laughs) Whip it into shape now. Yeah. I like how raw and real you are too. Like the fact that you were sharing your postpartum journey too on your Instagram and showing videos like this is me, you know, four weeks postpartum. This is me six weeks. Like it's just so relatable and it's so nice to have that content out there for women because… I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. yeah, Well, I thought I looked good. I thought you looked bomb. You always look good. (laughs) Like Like, there's… No, when I look back now, I'm like, oh my God. But I'm like, you know, my intention was to make women feel like it's okay. It's accepted, like relatable. And like it's actually so beautiful what the body can do. Yeah. Yeah. What does a day in your life look like? Like, I would love to know. Oh, my God. What you're, <laughs> what well, you're, you're a mom, too. Yeah. And a working entrepreneurial mom. So exactly. it's different every day. Do you have your son full time? I do. Okay. Yeah. So a day in my life with Kai, he's actually pretty like clockwork. Like, he wakes up around like between seven and eight. Oh, that's perfect. It's amazing. Well, before he wakes up, I, if I get up before him, I try to, one of my favorite things right now is just to like check in with myself in the morning. Yeah. Like, Eyes closed, nothing too serious, just like how am I feeling? Mm-hmm. Like mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, like and not judging it and not asking any questions, just like, good morning, mm-hmm. <laughs> Shannon. <laughs> Having a little and talk just, with yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And just kind of like, I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling tired or I'm feeling happy. Or I'm feeling grateful. My ankles hurt, whatever it is. I have yeah. a headache. Just checking. Just in. checking in and just like not questioning it. I think that's like my like number one thing in the morning. I don't have much time to meditate these days, you know? Yeah. It's hard. It's but really that, hard. That was one of my main things. So then I usually, you know, wake up with that mentality. And um we still bed share Kai and I. Mm-hmm. I'm That's a, the best. Do you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can't I can't I can't let him go. I will do it until he's like twenty one. <laughs> oh, same. I can't imagine not waking up next yeah. to him and he's snuggly. Oh, it's just it's good for our health though. And there's oh, too like our yeah. nervous system, their nervous system, like everyone has their own journey. I think it's the most like comforting and the most beautiful Me too. beautiful, you know, experience. Oh, I love that. So usually he pops his head up. <laughs> and this is the cutest thing because you have a boy too. Yeah. Is he just obsessed with you? Oh my God. I literally can't even go pee without him yeah. sitting on top of me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's so obsessed. Hunter, right? I love it. Yeah. yeah he's... So Kai will like, he picks up my head and he gives me a kiss. Stop. I'm like, who needs a man? No. When I have... It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> like... So usually we snuggle in bed for a little bit. Like we read a book. So we're in bed for a little bit. Yeah. And then within at least like 15 or 30 minutes, I get him outside on the yard mm-hmm. and get his feet in the grass, get him in the sun, mm-hmm. get his rhythm on point for, you know, for the day. Yeah. And then we come inside and make breakfast. Mm-hmm. I whip up something for him. And then usually my nanny gets there and then I either have my team coming over or I go to the studio. And then, you know, I go to the hot Pilates and I either teach or I take a class. I love to oh, move. Yeah. yeah. So did you take a class today? I taught today. I should have invited you. Oh, I didn't even think. It's okay. Yeah. Well, I'll come another time. Yeah. 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 So I'll go to the studio. I'll either, you know, have my staff meeting in the morning together. Um, mm-hmm. 
But movement is definitely like a priority. Definitely. And it's different these days. Like, I'm not sure how you feel after you had the baby, but like intuitively, like I used to go hard. Like I'll go to Equinox and then I would do something else afterwards. Maybe take a class later. Now I'm like, I just want to feel good. So it could even be a walk. It could just be a stretch. Like it doesn't have to be anything like crazy, but something within movement, you know? Yeah. And then I usually go home and make lunch. Like I love to cook for Kai. Yeah. That's nice that you get to go home for lunch. And I'm just, like, so even, lucky. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of moms don't have that freedom. Yeah. Or flexibility. It's a for sure. It really is. Yeah. And so why not do it, you know, if I can? Definitely take yeah. advantage of it. Yeah. I make sure to, like, give thanks for that every single day of, like, how flexible my schedule mm-hmm. is and the fact that we both can spend so much time with our baby. And, yeah, yeah not a lot of moms can say the same. No, they work, you know, yeah. and they have daycares. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Like, their kids no, are going to be just not. as healthy and amazing. But, like— these moments are so precious, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, I'll go home, cook for him. And then I try to squeeze in where I can, like, a moment of self-care. Yeah. You know, like, I but like I also that. feel like cooking is self-care for me, too. It's so relaxing. Is it meditative for you? It yeah. is, yeah. And then, yeah, I usually go back to the studios. I'm like, just honestly, I'm at the studio pretty much Yeah. throughout the days. Time just flies. It does. It's like yeah. 7 a.m. and then it's like 6 p.m. It's crazy. I'm like, where did the day go? Then I'm usually home with Kai. We go for a walk, go to the park. He's a super active baby. So he has like music lessons and gymnastics and Is he one and a half? Yeah, he's 20 months. Okay, 20 months. Yeah. Yeah. I've learned the art of like managing my time better. Oh, because yeah, I used to be I, I used to be all over the place and I'd be late for meetings and like <laughs> I would like overbook myself. Like yeah. I used to like run myself to the ground. I mean, I think pregnancy really like taught me so many things. So now I know what my limit is and I, yeah. know, and I prioritize like what's important, you know. So. Isn't it crazy how much we learn just through out pregnancy and motherhood? Like, so much. Your perspective changes so, so much. It really slowed me down too because yeah. I used to like go 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 yeah. And I wasn't it wasn't that I wasn't working smart, but I was working a lot. Right. So now I'm more on that verge of like working smart and right. having more of a, a scheduled day for sure. You know? But yeah. it changes daily, right? Of That's course. like my average day. Yeah. If you had to choose one workout that you could do for the rest of your life, what would it be? Like just one move that you could do for the rest of your mm-hmm. life. What would yours be? I feel like either squats or glute bridges. I'm with you on that glute bridge all day. Because it works the full body. Yeah, because you're like activating your core. You're stabilizing. I'm big on the butt. And clearly you are too. <laughs> but these, these leggings help. My sure. sister. No, it's your body, girl. <laughs> my sister used to make fun of me when I was younger. Like I would squat. We're the same parents. And she's like, why do you have a butt? And I don't. I'm like, I've been squatting. Your booty is legendary. I worked hard for it, girl. Yeah. It it takes a lot of work. I worked hard. Same. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't always like this. I know. No one understands. And you're Asian. I'm Asian. So we have the pancake booty. I'm Asian, too. My mom's only a quarter, but my mom's half Cambodian. Oh, I'm beautiful. Yeah. So we had to work for that butt. Yeah. I'm with you. I love a glute bridge. Yeah. I would do a glute bridge. Yeah. I don't like planking that much. Yeah. All I those all fours. I love it, but I like a full body move. Me too. That works the balance. Or like, I love a plie squat. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I love it, like the hips open up and you yeah. work your booty still and your core is tight. Mm-hmm. As busy individuals and parents that are always on the go... It's nice to be able to utilize products that not only look good, but are functional as well. 
Ondar products are next level quality using highly sourced leather that helps minimize and organize what you carry. I'm a huge fan of the Indie, which is this gorgeous crossbody bag that they designed. And I can't tell you how convenient, durable, and cute it is. I got it in the color Crema, which is a nice neutral color that I can pair with anything when I'm on the go. I was recently in New York and it was so nice having the perfect size bag to just throw over my body with all my essentials in there. They also make backpacks, wallets, phone cases, and so much more. So for 15% off your order, just use code CherokeeLuker at checkout when you go to Ondar.com. That's code CherokeeLuker, capital C and capital L, for 15% off your order at Ondar.com. So I wanted to ask you how you felt about your body during pregnancy and like was it hard for you to mentally wrap your head around the changes that your body was going through? It's a great question. I would say it's probably such a funny answer. I couldn't wait to feel like what it's like to be pregnant. Yeah. So like I embraced every chapter, every growth. I wanted my belly to come out. I love that. I was ready for like I actually showed quite early too which is kind of weird. But I've been dying to be pregnant, like, since I was a kid. Yeah. I was one of those who just, like, really wanted to experience pregnancy, be a mother, feel the body change. So mm-hmm. I actually embraced every trimester. I love that. So did you have a pretty easy pregnancy? I had the most smoothest pregnancy ever. Same. I think yeah. boys, too. They say that boys They say are boys easy. are good to their mommy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I never had one morning sickness. I was actually the opposite. I was starving all the time. If I didn't eat same. my blood sugar, I would, like, oh, shake. Girl, I was the same. Yeah. I feel like our bodies are kind of similar in that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I loved it. I actually loved being pregnant. Good. I missed. I went full term in a week past. Like, I was 41 weeks. And I was yeah. so sad. I was like, just, You miss it? Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to, like, let him go. I know. I loved him in my belly. I loved the way my body looked. Yeah. I loved my butt <laughs> during it. They don't talk about that enough. No. I feel like. I had no idea. Yeah. It gets I miss juicy. my butt. Juicy, juicy. <laughs> but I'll, I'm not going to lie. Around, like, maybe, like, the end of the third trimester, Mm-hmm. I did feel like uncomfortable, like yeah. certain things hurt, mm-hmm. you know, like my feet, my hips, like, you know, my feet hurt. I gained 75 pounds. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, I let myself go. Wow. You didn't look like you gained that much weight, though. Yeah. Wow. No, um, certain angles, you know, you learn your angles. Wow. I let myself just enjoy. That's good, though. That's how it should be. Truly. No, I don't think so. Really? I don't, no, I don't think I was supposed to gain that much weight. <laughs> My doctor was even like, what are you eating? <laughs> I was like, everything. What am I not eating is the question. Yeah. Amen, sis. Oh so, no, I wasn't supposed to gain that much weight. Oh, oh my God, I'm crying laughing. Yeah, but at least you were moving your body every single day still. It's not like you were sitting there being, you know. I was, but I wasn't. Like, I was intuitively working out. Like, I yeah. I wasn't doing anything, any weights. The first trimester, I worked out because mm-hmm. I felt okay. cute and I had energy and I didn't get any morning sickness. So, I felt amazing. Second trimester, I started feeling more like I just want to stretch yeah. and do Pilates and do, like, yoga and then third trimester, unless I was shooting the prenatal program, which yeah. I launched, I wasn't working out. So that's not even a lie. Like, if I wasn't shooting something, I wasn't moving. 
I mean, when you're shooting too, I feel like there's like this extra like adrenaline that's like added oh, yeah. to it too. You feel like you have to get everything perfect. Yeah, so I'm sure. perfect form and you're yeah. talking and like the light's on you. It's a lot. You can't stop. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about your prenatal program. Yeah. So I'm I, definitely going to do it next time yay, I'm pregnant, yes. which is probably going to be soon. Are you pregnant? No, it's by I mean I look at something. No, you do not look at it at all. Stop it. You're a psycho. I'm bloated. It's champagne. But you're not bloated. <laughs> Have you looked in the mirror? Um, I shot it in real time. Yeah, which is so cool. Yeah. I wanted it to be like raw and real. Yeah. And like experience what it really felt like to be in that chapter. What of week pregnancy. did you start at? Probably eight weeks in. Oh my yeah. God. And I thought I okay, this is really good for women. I thought. I looked huge at eight weeks. That's how like mentally like messed up my head was. I know. Probably about it's my hard body at, image. Yeah. I look at videos when I was like second trimester in, and I'm like, I wish I looked like that. I was so self-conscious a little bit. I was like, oh, these bodysuits don't fit. It just looks kind of like you're a little bit overweight yeah. because people can't yeah. really tell yeah. that you're pregnant. I yeah. remember having that same feeling too. Yeah. But it's also your body changes so drastically so quickly in such right. a short period of time. You yeah. know, like... It really so, does. yeah, I started shooting it like, yeah, I guess like... Like eight weeks? Eight and weeks. then you, did, when did you stop shooting? Girl, I was ready to pop. Really? So you went all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Probably like maybe three, four days before. Wow. I even did like an IG live like with the doula. Like That's amazing. The day before. I was in nesting mode, right? So I was like, right. I got to do everything before I have this baby. Yeah. I went into like crazy nesting mode. But yeah, I did every trimester in real time. I honestly did everything I wanted to do, like, for my body. It was very authentic. I'm not, like, a prenatal doctor or trainer, you know, but I was, like, you know, obviously, like— you know. I I know, yeah. So I I wanted to really give, like, a real authentic experience. And people can go purchase that now, right? Yeah. Yeah, they can. It's on the platform. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to I'll send you one. Yeah. It's fun. And it's like my personality with it, too. Yeah. You know, we have obviously Pilates. We have some, a little bit of lightweights. I had a guest come on. We did a workout together. And then I had meditation in each trimester that spoke to the, you know, chakras and healing and is a sound bath. Because that's what I was really like craving when I was pregnant. More like mindful practices. Mindful. Yeah. 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 Something to like calm my nervous system. Not that I was like nervous, but I just wanted to stay super, super, super calm. And yeah, it's so important because you're going through so many changes. You don't know what to expect, especially for first time moms. Like your hormones are all over the place. Yeah, it's crazy. I cannot wait. That's such a good resource for all pregnant women out there. Go check it out. Thank you. Immediately. Little plug. (laughs) Yeah. How was your birth experience? You know, wild. I think they're all wild. I went to Cedars. Did you do home birth? I did a home birth. Women that do home birth, oh, you guys are animals, it was, but it was, queens. I was, I like, like a savage. Most of my girlfriends have done home birth. Mm-hmm. Like my two closest friends, that's what they do. And yeah. That's what they're going to continue doing. It's amazing. I have so much respect for you. You too. Like you gave birth too, you know? It's all the same. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I guess like I went to Cedars. Mm-hmm. I took Carson's Okay, so Car- was Carson there with you? In, no, because it was during COVID. So you yeah. only had, had a COVID baby. So Same. mine was towards the tail end. Mm-hmm. So they at least allowed people into the hospital. But I only had two guests, like obviously the father. And I can bring one of the guests. So my sister obviously was my yeah, second person. Definitely. But like halfway through being in labor, I was like, I wish Carson was here. Because like I 
learned so much from her, but like to advocate for yourself in a hospital. It's really hard. It's really hard. But if you know like what to prepare for as much as you can. Exactly. Then you know how to advocate for yourself. Right. A lot of it goes out the window during the course. Because <laughs> yeah, you're like, say, I bet. how do you remember? And then when you're in the moment, you're like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. But she like, she's such a queen. And I think it saved me from having a C-section. I think wow. it's 100%. Yeah. I think it saved me from, you know, possible infections and like just having certain like drugs put into the IV. Yeah. Like she taught me how to really like, just you be know, informed. Be because, informed. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of women just go into it kind of blindly. Yeah. Just you know, and with it, a lot of fear too. With a lot of fear and also with a lot of trust in the doctors yeah. and the medical system. And you know, you think like, oh, they're just gonna take care of me. They're gonna do the best to their ability. Yeah. And they know exactly what they're doing. But yeah, sometimes you you gotta advocate for yourself. Yeah. I was definitely like that annoying client that was like, <laughs> so can what? you give yeah. me a minute? Because yeah. <laughs> that was one thing she taught me. Like, if you ask a doctor if you can get a minute and if they can give you a minute, then it's not that serious. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's, amazing advice. That's a really good tip. So yeah, I was like, can you give me a minute? Oh my God, Marcus wanted to probably kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but at the yeah. end, he was like, honestly, like, that was pretty amazing that you got to like catch certain things and ask a lot of questions and you knew I knew the terms of things because it's scary. Yeah. And you don't know what's going on. Yeah. For pelvic floor, did you focus a lot on that before giving birth? I did actually. I yeah. used Alison Oswald. Did you? No. No? Oh, no. you think her? that? Oh my gosh. She's like the queen up. of pelvic floor. Pelvic floor. I okay. got her through Carson. I didn't do like the internal. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> I'm like, some women have talked about that yeah. on here. I don't even like, know Ooh. that that was a thing. I think that's after maybe or during. I'm not sure. I think. I think you can do it before, but I'm not okay. sure. Okay, so I was the opposite of probably what normal people had to do. I had to actually learn how to release my pelvic floor. Right, I was going to say because— the Pilates. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. So she was giving me a lot of exercises to relax. Like mm. I always use like the analogy of like squeezing a blueberry or yes. whatever. She was like, yeah. you need to release that blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> so she helped a lot for sure. But that's funny you asked me about the birthing. So my actual like— delivery part people thought I would probably be delivered for like 10 minutes like pushing yeah an hour and 45 minutes I couldn't get him out he yeah. was a big baby and like also how I'm much did he weigh 8.2 okay yeah that's big yeah my pelvic floor was not doing what it was supposed to do same yeah, yeah. you too you were stuck for a little bit at a home birth no epidural yeah my midwife said if you don't get him out on the next push I'm gonna have to cut you at your getting, house? Yeah. They can do that? They can do that. They can cut you and sew you back up. Because I had been pushing for four hours. Wait, and that's at, a long time. And at that point, it gets dangerous for the baby, baby. because he was crowning. But yeah, it, it gets dangerous. And so oh. they were like, if you don't get him out, we're going to have to cut you. And I was like, oh, fuck no, I'm doing this. How do they cut you with when they're crowning already, though? Like They was- just cut the, the skin in between. <laughs> <laughs> the what is it called the perennium perennium oh like from the back yeah yeah oh you're like i'm getting this baby out yeah next we, push next we, push yeah yeah i was like okay what workouts were your favorite during pregnancy just anything stretchy yeah i like that stretchy like hip opening hip opening yeah like pilates leg circles a sidekick series because you know when your belly gets bigger yeah you can't really one. you know Things that, like, make me feel good. Lengthening stuff. Yeah. A lot of arms. I was really into the resistance band, the band work. That's where I gain weight a lot is my arms. I have arm complex. 
What's that? <laughs> like you, big you... arm complex. <laughs> I know. My friends all make fun of me, <sighs> but I would do like all the band work because I know the body so well, mm-hmm. and I've trained a lot of you know pregnancies. We see a lot of this as yeah. your body changes, mm-hmm. you know, or hyperextensions. So I just need to like try to keep my posture mm-hmm. aligned as much as possible. Yeah. So hip openers and like yeah, arm stuff. I didn't do any core at yeah. all. Not even the first trimester. It was no, just my my instinct. And, you know, some people go and they go crazy. Some girls even go to my studio in the heat while they're pregnant. I avoided it. Ooh. No. You right. know, and why risk it? Yeah, absolutely. My doctor, who I've had for 10 years, she's incredible and I trust her so much. But she was like, you can still do that because you're not doing anything different. She's like, women have babies in Palm Springs. It's hot. And I was like, oh, that's a good point. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But your heart rate and this. And I was like, you yeah. know what? My intuition was saying, chill. Oh, the ball. That big. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Medicine. I still have the it. The bouncy ball. It's so good. That was my best friend. I know. That was my best stretching on it. Yeah. Doing all like the Did movements. you incorporate the ball into a Absolutely, lot of your. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. A okay. lot of it, I'm just sitting on it and I'm just doing the arms. This is like the workout. Because <laughs> <laughs> towards that third trimester, your, your body, it's hard to move. Yeah. And you want to keep safety to me is top priority. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, so good. Okay, so I'm going to move into the acronym. What do you do to stay mindful? It's funny you say that because mindful means so many different things these days. Yeah, it can be interpreted in a lot of different ways. So many ways. Yeah. I think for me right now in this moment, Mm -hmm. because, you know, we're always changing too. Mindful to me is like catching myself in a negative thought and and trying to change my thinking and, and, you know, rewire my brain. Oh, you know, it's so hard to do, but it's mm-hmm. super powerful. But see, saying words like that is so hard to do. I know. Catch yourself yeah. in that moment and be like, it's hard to do, but I got this. Yeah. You know, or like just like talking like positive, like like positive words to myself. Yeah. You know, I think like for me, that's what mindful is for me right now. Yeah, like we were talking about before, like yeah. the power of your words. Yeah, and then you, girl, you got powerful mind because you smashed the clock. Clearly, I got to take more yeah. advantage yeah. of that. Yeah, but change it to a positive. And yeah. I'm learning that through therapy. Like yes. I've never been so committed and I just want to be the best mom, the best version of me for Kai, you know, and yeah. I want to be present you know he can sense my energy definitely kids are so that's what that's that's their language tuned in to Mm -hmm. energy it's crazy it's crazy it's beautiful it's amazing and so I think you know yeah just changing my thought and you know changing that pattern I really like that just stopping yourself when you have a negative thought and rewording it Mm -hmm. and just kind of rewiring your thought process box breathing I think helps a lot it's like the simplest the four the four okay inhale Inhale four, for four. Hold for four. Exhale for, and then hold that exhale for four. Oh, okay. It's like the simple. It's like the simplest it's so thing. It's simple. Yeah. Easy, yeah. Okay. I think it's simple and easy, but then like when you do it, like you actually start to like forget whatever you're like anxious about or right. whatever it is. You know. They say that you just have to come back to your breath if you ever. Mm-hmm are feeling anxious, it just brings you to the present moment because you totally. can't really focus on anything else. No. That's why, too, I love working out, especially now as a mom. Like, I feel like it's so important to have that, like, escape because mm-hmm. I feel so present when I'm working yeah. out because you can't 
really focus on anything else. You're just focusing on the muscles that you're working, your breath, and you're not thinking about like, oh, after this, I have to go do the, the, no, because you're working so hard. When you find like that thing that you love, yeah, you know, like an exercise or workout a class or whatever it is, then you get so zoned into it. That's the best. Yeah. And it's healing. It's therapy to me. Like movement is therapy. Absolutely. So I guess that's part of my mindfulness. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Movement, yeah. How do you listen to your intuition? I know we've kind of touched on it already, but like on a day-to-day basis, how do you feel like you're tapping in? I love that question. Trusting myself. Yeah. Like we all have that inner voice, right? But it's about being present and mindful and just like aware. Yes. You know, and there's one thing about having that inner voice and hearing it, but also trusting it and following your instinct. Right. Yeah. Because you know, I've been like so many times where I'm like, I knew that was going to happen or that person's going to do that or mm-hmm. like I shouldn't have done that. But like listening to it and following it is Definitely. what I've been like trying to apply to. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The inner voice, trusting yourself, clearing energy, like stagnant energy around oh you. Oh my God. That's such a game changer. Yeah. It's because you have clarity. Yeah. You know, so I think. When you're newly pregnant, I don't know if you felt the same. I'm sure you have. Mm-hmm. Your intuition is so heightened. Yes. I could, like, smell someone from a mile away, like, yeah. don't come near me. Yeah. And I think because I felt like mama bear protecting myself and my baby, I had no problems voicing, like, how I felt. If I walked into your studio today and I was, whatever, pregnant. Yeah. And we never met. And I'm like, and you're being weird. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdo and I you're am. not the weirdo. <laughs> I would probably like make something up, like a hard no. I was not surrounding myself with any, you know, negative I energy. I feel like it's important too to like have those boundaries and totally. say no when you need to. Yeah, I think that's a big... boundaries are huge. Yeah, yeah. I'm learning that still. It's still a thing. I'm it's, like, yeah, on how to. I think it's a learning that. process. Yeah, but that's a huge part of intuition. Is just mm-hmm. like knowing when to say no yeah. and knowing when to say yes. Yes. And so yeah. when you have that clear, like, and, palette and, yeah. like, clear energy, like, you can really be silent. And mm-hmm. I think being still. Yeah, that's Like, a I good love one. being alone, although it's nearly impossible. <laughs> but I feel like you're an empath as well. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. naturally, we need that moment to recharge. So yes. I love being alone. And I feel those are the moments that help me just, like, get centered and I can, like, Get my little clairvoyance on. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've actually been told. I am naturally. I'm not like a psychic. I can see that. I can I, see it. I have a pretty strong intuition. And that, I think that's kind of why I'm pretty successful at what I do as far as like hiring people. Yeah. And managing. Because A, I observe. And I have empathy. And I can like really feel. But it also makes me like probably why people like my classes. Because I'm like. I'm giving exactly. them my like my soul in here. Mm-hmm. So what are some of your lifestyle non-negotiables? Okay, so self-care these days. Yeah, what does that look like? It's so different from 2020. <laughs> yeah. Like before pregnancy, like it was like facials, uh-huh. lasers, like sculpting, like lymphatics. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, now for me, self-care to me is like anything that regulates my nervous system. So ice baths are like incredible for that. Where do you go? For I go to place? Remedy Place. Okay. I got to take I'm you. I'm dying to go. IV drips, like ice baths, sauna, hyperbaric chamber is my new obsession. Really? Life-changing. And what does it do? It shoots out like intense oxygen into this like chamber. 
So how long do you stay in there? I do like a 45 minute. I'm not claustrophobic, but I kind of get like, I got to go. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Like what's Kai doing? I got like, I start mm-hmm. to drift a bit. Mm-hmm. Although it's a very calming meditative, like, you know, experience. A lot of athletes do it. I got it through my, you know, through my baby dad's. My Pilates instructor in Chicago, she cured her Lyme disease pretty much or regulated it. You can't cure wow. A lot of like post-surgery offices carry them or they send you to like the post-recovery chambers. But if you're just like a naturally healthy person, you go, you just feel so much more energized and just, cool. yeah, it heals the body from the inside out. I got to try that. Yeah. I don't know too. I'm not trying to like <laughs> say things I don't know much about. What? Because I'm like, yeah, I'm like. It's very oxygen. Like, it's just like, yeah. there's more to it, but I just thought. Don't I'm come like, at us. I know. We're just telling it how there's we do it. There's a lot more benefits, but I'm kind of like, I don't want to like butcher it. And yeah, say it like, I know. I feel like people are yeah. like, well, the, no. Yeah. You yeah. said all the good things. Self-care is like chiropractor. Oh, like those, that's one thing I should probably incorporate too. Yeah. Do you I get realigned a, a lot? I do. Yeah. I have TMJ probably from like mm. grinding. So, um, you know, I'm trying to do the, the natural way to, like, reset my jaw. So I've been staying yeah. actually pretty consistent. Since I moved back to L.A., now I have, like, my routine back. Like, yeah. I have my doctors that I go to and my studios that I go to. So Cool. Yeah. Non-negotiable, though, I think for me, for sure, is movement at some, yes, some degree. Absolutely. That's, like, a no-brainer. Yeah. For What's sure. What's yours? My non-negotiables? Yeah. Definitely movement. Okay. Um, water... First thing in the morning with chlorophyll. I've like really been super religious about that. I just love getting outside too, like being in nature Mm -hmm. as often as I can. Same. Yeah. I heard you say that for Kai, you do grounding in the morning. Uh I think that's so important. Yeah. But yeah, moving is definitely the biggest one for sure. The F in the acronym, it stands for fitness. We all know, (laughs) but on a day-to-day basis, do you also incorporate like weight training as well as Pilates or like what does your fitness routine look like? Yeah, I do definitely. Like I, I'm like you, I love the booty. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite like body part. Yeah. So Pilates is obviously like my key go-to um, mm-hmm. and my favorite movement, but I love a kettlebell workout right now. Mm-hmm. Like I don't go too heavy. Yeah. I do like 10 pounds in each kettlebell and I do like a lower body weight little flow. Oh, I like that. I have them at the studio. But I do like a kettlebell, lower body, like pretty much the same workout. Like it doesn't have to be revolutionary. It's my favorite little flow. It's just like I do a deadlift series and then I do a plie series and then a plie deadlift, then a pelvic lift, our Mm, favorite move. mm -hmm. If I'm feeling spicy, I'll do like Russian split squats. Mm Mm-hmm. I break and I do that round like two to three times. Oh, and I it's love quick. That. Honestly, I think for me now, like I used to go to Equinox for like an hour or two a day. Yeah, lingering. It's so unnecessary. Oh, it's so unnecessary. Now it's like thirty minute efficient. Phones off, music's on. Yeah, and I just do my workout nonstop without being distracted. Like that's my favorite little in between my classes. Yeah, I love that. Do you work out every single day? No, I used to. Even yeah. two a days. Yeah. No. I move every day. Right. But like my workouts, like usually three times a week at the studio, like if I'm teaching or take a class mm-hmm. and then like one or two days That's of work. perfect. Yeah. My yeah. weekends are off these days. I mean, yep. I used to go the hardest on the weekends. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Before Kai. Yeah. Huh. I've never heard Sundays that. Sundays are probably more like my rest issue, but Saturdays was like my like, let's go and like wow. hit the gym. Yeah. 
Damn, girl. Yeah, because I think I have more time on Saturdays for myself. That's you know? true, yeah. So yeah, three to five days a week, max. That's perfect. Yeah, and 30-minute workouts. I yeah. don't linger around. You don't have time. Yeah. I think efficient workouts are... Key. Key. For sure. Yeah. And consistency, too. Yes. That's all it takes. Yeah. Okay, babe. One last question I ask everyone at the end of each episode is if you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice what would you say to the younger version of yourself I had a feeling you're gonna ask that really and I didn't even like marinate on it (laughs) don't care what people think oh that was mine too was it really yeah I think that's I think my number one you're an ethnic mixed girl yeah so my sister and I were I mean we're half Chinese half Croatian but we went to a very like kind of religious white school Mm, yeah and we were like considered like the odd ones out right you know and I was super uncomfortable growing up you know I was too yeah I wanted to have blue eyes and blonde hair me too yeah (laughs) I mean you kind of do that I I, I know I know I kind of do that no I've always had like green lightish eyes but like younger I used to look a lot more Asian I literally used to go like this with my eyes and like no mm -hmm. but now I'm like Happened. Yes. Like I'm you embrace so that shit. Happy. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. if I would have known, like just how unique I was. Yeah. And we all are, you know. So yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Well, we have the same one. We're very similar. Yeah. Don't yeah. care what other people think. It. It yeah. doesn't truly and don't doesn't take matter. yourself so serious. And actually, yeah. I think I'm still working on that one. Yeah. You know, it's like a journey of that. For you know? sure. But I think you know when you're younger, like you would think like that homework was like the end of the world. <laughs> Oh like God. I wish I had homework. <laughs> I know. Same, you know? That's so funny. No, I don't. I'm really happy where I am at. Yeah. But I'm just saying I was so overwhelmed with Same. like certain tasks. But I'm like, wait, we're good. <laughs> that yeah. homework. Uh, yeah. I'm laughing because I just I used to do the exact same thing. It's yeah. so funny. Okay, my love. Thank you so much. Where can everyone find you, connect with you, and you know, purchase all the programs? Uh, you're and so sweet. Class. Love the like support. Yeah. Um, well, West Hollywood is the Hot Pilates flagship. Yes. Such a cute studio. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to have you back in yeah. when I teach. Our Instagram is at Hot Pilates. Mm-hmm. So everything's in our link there. So you can find like on demand, you know, all of our classes and anything like email. We'll post this on there. Yeah. And then also hotpilates.com. Yeah, simple and your personal. Do you want people to follow your personal? Yeah, of course. Yeah, my personal is very different from my business. So my personal is like it's just sloppy, crazy. It's basically Kai's page. It's like I love it. It's like Kai and I. I mean, he deserves his own page. I never. He does have his own page, but no one updates. I don't update it. It's it's a lot. I was like, I'm never gonna be that mom that posts a kid all day. I'm that mom. <laughs> Sorry. Unfollow if you want, but it's Kai all day and he's very entertaining. He, I mean, I will watch Kai all day. He's the <laughs> cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. He's so delicious. He won the genetic lottery like yeah. no other. I know. He is beautiful. Yeah. He really is beautiful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. His personality and his heart. He's oh. just sweet. Yeah. That's so most... everyone go follow Shannon. Thank you. Your personal and Hot Pilates. Thank you, Mama. She's the best. Thank you for having me. Of course. This was so fun. Cheers. Cheers, my love. Don't hit too hard. (laughs) Very light. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you all for listening to the show. I hope you gained some insight on how to practice becoming more mindful, learn the importance of listening to your intuition, gained some lifestyle takeaways and fitness tips. 
You can find me on Instagram at Cherokee Luker and the podcast at MILF Bod Pod. So make sure you follow me to access exclusive content to help you become a better you, a better mother, and a better human. Talk to you guys next week about all things MILF.